0: I'm Allison Van Hooser, and I'm on a sold-out mission to develop highly successful leaders at all levels. In the 15 years I've been working throughout the food, financial, retail industries, and politics, I've become deeply aware of the powerful effects of leadership. In each episode, you will get strategies and actions you can use immediately in order to change you, your team, and your business. The question is, will you choose to own it? Will you put your stake in the ground and decide to do something with what you've learned today? This is Stake, the Leadership Podcast. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning in again today. This is episode nine of Stake, the Leadership Podcast, and more and more people are reaching out to me talking about the episodes on here, the content, and are simply just stepping up their leadership game. I love it. Today we're going to talk about something I believe to my core that leaders, you, must go crazy about. And when I say crazy, I've actually chosen the word fanatical. Here's what I know. When leaders are fanatical about empowerment, companies can unlock the option to achieve unprecedented success. Now we're going to dig into why that's the case in just a minute, but let me say this. If I asked you if empowering your employees was important, you would probably say yes. Now, I'm not going to point any fingers, but most of the people in my leadership training groups and keynote audiences would say yes. However, if you take a look at what they are doing, maybe you are doing on a day in and day out basis, even though, you know, deep down even though they know deep down that empowering your people is important, you're not doing it, or you're not fanatical about it. So my goal is to help you start killing it at work, to level up, to bring your own performance and your team's performance to a higher level than ever before. So without further ado, let's dig into why leaders today must become fanatical about empowerment. So, fanatical. <laughs> you might be thinking, hold up. She's coming in hot talking about fanatical. Well, I told you I chose that word on purpose. Now, I'm a word nerd, so go with me for a second. Let's define fanatical. Fanatical is defined as a person who is extremely enthusiastic and devoted to some interest or activity. Thank you, Merriam-Webster. <laughs> now, Let's flip that into today's discussion. Leaders who are fanatical about empowerment are extremely enthusiastic and devoted to taking intentional action to empower their employees constantly and consistently. Hello. (laughs) That's powerful. Let me say that again. When we talk about leaders being fanatical about empowerment, here's what I mean. Leaders who are fanatical about empowerment are extremely enthusiastic and devoted to taking intentional action to empower their employees both constantly and consistently. Now listen, there are two ways of looking at empowerment. First, when you as a leader strategically... You have a goal, a well-thought-out plan. When you strategically empower your employees, then you're helping your people to individually learn how to think critically, make the best decisions, and operate in autonomy. Now, as a leader, it is your responsibility not to just get your job done, but to help your people do theirs and I'll take that a step further it's your job as a leader to help them do their job better help them achieve more with you than they could have without your leadership or before your leadership that is your job as a leader that's your responsibility and that's it's a huge job it's a huge responsibility But man, the thing I love about leadership is that if you choose to own that responsibility, there's some huge rewards on the other side of this empowerment work. Okay, so those are the benefits of empowering your people from your people's perspective. But wait, there's more. (laughs) So as your people get to the highest levels of empowerment, and we're going to talk about what that means in a minute. Your people have benefits... But here's what you're going to get for yourself. You're going to get back time in your day. Now, how often does that happen? And then secondly, you're going to create a higher performing team. So with those two things, you're creating the ability for you to work on more value-added or interesting projects I mean, that just makes me think, can you say possibility of promotion or higher job satisfaction? (laughs) The possibilities are endless when you yourself can start achieving more. And you can do that through empowering your people. Okay, so I've touched the surface. There are huge benefits to empowering your people. Now, after listing those benefits out, the reasons to empower your people seem really obvious. They seem really obvious to me. However, leaders still aren't doing it. Why is that? Let's dig even further into empowerment and talk about what's holding leaders back, what may be holding you back, and why you need to shift your mindset around empowerment become fanatical about it I'm gonna give you four reasons four reasons you might not be fanatical about empowerment right now these are things that are holding you back from achieving those crazy good results the thing about actually naming what is holding you back is it's easier to see, and then you can just knock it out of the way. So let's dig right in. Number one, empowerment is not top of mind. So there are certain things that we all do very meticulously and on purpose. Then there are other things we do without even thinking. I believe one of the top reasons leaders are not correctly, effectively, strategically empowering their employees is because the idea of empowering each of their people is simply just not top of mind. I know that during my time in the corporate world, it was so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day activities of work. I know that that's not only true for me because I now work with leaders across the country who are telling me that they're struggling with the exact same thing. So to change my approach on empowerment, to change your approach on empowerment so you can drive results, you have to make empowering your people top of mind. Now, how do you do that? First, you have to focus on creating an environment that breeds empowerment. I want you to start talking about empowerment in meetings. Start reading about it in your free time. Start <laughs> listening to podcasts about it ask your colleagues and co-workers about it but ultimately you as a leader have to make a plan and execute knowledge without action is useless so that was reason number one empowerment is not top of mind here's reason number two that i hear i don't have time Okay, so maybe reason number one doesn't apply to you. Maybe you are one of the few that is constantly thinking about the importance of empowerment. But maybe but maybe you just can't figure out how to execute on empowerment because you feel like you don't have the time. Or maybe empowerment isn't or hasn't been top of mind for you, but now, now you think it should be. But your next thought is... I don't have time. Either way, wherever you stand right now, here's what I suggest. Focus on the benefit. I'm going to say it again. Focus on the benefit. So I learn better by playing things out. So roll with me for a minute. Let's say you start off the empowerment process by taking a task you do every week and teaching one employee to do it. You may think at first... (laughs) I don't, have t- I don't have 10 hours to train this employee to do this task. But you have to flip the script and change your mindset. Think of it this way. If the task is taking you two hours every week, that's 104 hours a year. Say this to yourself. I will spend the 10 hours it's going to take to train this employee one time so I can spend 94 hours on a more valuable task every year. Hello, (laughs) that is a win and you have to change your mindset. You have to start seeing it that way. You're actually saving time. Now I recognize, yes, it may be hard to fit in the time initially to train that employee, but once you do, it's gonna pay off over and over and over. Year after year, you're going to gain more time. But also, that employee, you're increasing their knowledge and their level of responsibility. Again, it's a win-win. So, reason number one you might not have been fanatical about empowerment is because it hasn't been top of mind. Number two is because you thought you didn't have the time, but we just flipped the script on that. The third reason may be because you don't know exactly how to empower your people. You don't know the right first step or what the process should look like. Well, I can help. So, at Van Hooser Associates, Phil and I train leaders to elevate their performance through an eight session leadership development program. Many of you listening to this have been or are currently going through that program. One part of that training is focused on empowerment. So Phil developed this six step process called the levels of empowerment and I'm going to quickly go over these steps with you. I'm also going to link to the blog that goes with that section in the show notes and if you're listening to this and think that you and your leadership team might actually need a full training session on the subject of empowerment shoot me an email at hello at vanhooser.com and we can talk about that okay let's begin I'm going to talk through the levels as if you're talking to your employee you're working to empower so this is you saying this to your employee so level one you say to your employee I want you, the employee, to research this activity. I want you to come back and report to me what you've learned or discovered. And then I'm going to decide what action is to be taken. So in that first level, you're walking them through the research part of taking on additional responsibility. Ultimately, you still decide. What happens there is that they go out and research and then they're going to come back and talk to you. You're going to be able to work with them on their research skills. Then we go on to level number two. You're going to say to your employee, all right, I want you to research this activity. I want you to come back to me and tell me what you think we should do or what you found out. What are our options? And then I also want you to give me a suggestion for what we should do. But ultimately, I'm going to decide. I'm going to have the final say in what action is to be taken. So in level two, again, you are helping them with their research skills, but then we're moving on to the decision-making process. So you start actually being able to teach your employees how to make better decisions. So that's level two, number three. You go from telling your employee on level one to say, research it, tell me what you learned, I'm going to decide. Then level two, research it, tell me what you find, what would you do, and I still decide. Then you go to level number three. You tell the employee, I want you to research this activity. I want you to come tell me what you find out, what you intend to do. What your final decision is. And then I'm going to either give you my stamp of approval or disapproval. So you're giving them just another step, um, another step forward in being able to think and act and decide correctly in the best way on their own. Then there's level number four. You say to your employee, you research this activity. You report what you intend to do. I want you to go ahead and do it unless I tell you no. So, Level 3 and Level 4 can seem really similar, but there's little nuances in the difference. So, Level 3, you're looking for approval. Level 4 is saying, you keep going unless I say pump the brakes. And then Level 5, this is where most leaders are comfortable. They like when their employees get to this space. You tell your employee, you research the activity. You take the action you think is appropriate. Once everything is said and done, I want you to report back to me on a monthly or quarterly basis, annual basis even. That's where a lot of leaders like their employees to be. Then finally, level six. Most leaders honestly aren't comfortable here, but it is the highest level of empowerment, so I'm going to address it. You say to your employee, you research the assigned activity, you take the action you think is necessary and appropriate, And that's it. No further communication is required. That's the six levels of empowerment. Now there's a few things I want to point out to you. Empowering your employees through this process is not an overnight thing. It's also not a one-size-fits-all. Employees will want to be at current levels and never go higher. Other employees are going to push you and want you to allow them to go to the next level. For leaders today in the 21st century with such a diverse workforce, you must take a very individualistic approach to empowerment. You've heard me say that before if you've listened to any of these episodes. Now, if you're like me at all, then you like for things to happen really fast. But I'm going to say it again. Truly empowering your people takes really strategic planning and communication and time. It takes trial and error. It takes hard work. But when you get there, when you get your people there, man, it's worth it. Let me just say one last thing about those levels of empowerment. They're also, for one employee, they may be at a certain level with a certain task they do, and they may be at a much higher level with another task they do. So empowerment isn't just an employee as a whole. It can even be seen as task-oriented. They may have more permission to research and make decisions on one thing versus where they do on another. You as a leader, again, you just have to be very intentional about knowing where they are, what they're doing, where they stand from an empowerment process. All right, so we've worked through the three reasons you may not have been fanatical about empowerment. Now we're going to dig into the fourth. This is the final one I'm going to talk about, and I just want to reiterate this again. The whole reason for pointing out what is holding you back is so that you can knock the excuses out of the way. Now, just a side note, that's not only true for empowering. That's true for every area of your personal and professional life. If you name what is holding you back, it's easier for you to see, and then you can get it out of your way. Okay, let's get back to empowerment. Number four. You may not be fanatical about empowerment because you're afraid of success. Is it possible you are afraid of success? Maybe not even your success, but other people's success. Now, this reason, this number four, is one that most leaders would never admit to publicly. Why? Because no one wants to say that out loud, say that they're afraid that their employee might outperform them and make them look bad or pass them in their own performance. They're, no leader wants to say that they're afraid someone else might steal the spotlight from you. Here's the deal. I'm going to shoot you straight like I always do. Yes, when you start empowering your employees, they most likely will start performing at a much higher level. But the fact of the matter is that this will not make you as their leader look bad. Instead, you will look like you are killing it because you are and now they are. Because of you, because of your leadership. So the results in your team, depending on what you do, good results, bad results, it's all going to stem from leadership. Let me just say that again. When it comes to your team, the results you're getting, both good and bad, are because of you. Because of what you do, don't do, or what you simply just allow. If you choose to make a plan and empower each of your employees, all of you, all of you will become better because of what you've done. It's a win, win, win. You win, your people win, your company wins. Boom. Drop the mic. All right, we're going to shift gears again. So we just finished talking about the reasons, excuses, things, whatever you want to call them that are keeping you from empowering your people. I even gave you a taste, just a small glimpse of the six-step empowerment process we teach leaders in the training sessions we do for our corporate clients. But now I want to dig all up in why empowerment is so great. You know, I started off saying that leaders need to be fanatical about empowerment. Then I almost immediately jumped into why many leaders are not fanatical about empowerment. I barely even talked about the benefits. Why? Because you are smart people. I think it's a pretty safe bet that you know that empowering your people is important. But now that we've worked through a little bit of what might be holding you back from doing what you need to do from an empowerment perspective to get to the level you need to be performing at, I want to dig into what can really happen when you empower people. What I've seen happen with leaders who choose to take on the responsibility, own the responsibility of really empowering their people intentionally on purpose. Here we go. Let's first think about teams who are not empowered and how they operate. It's possible that you might see yourself or another team in your company operating this way. Teams of people who are not empowered are only able to achieve X number of results. Just to a certain point and nothing more. Why? Because people, employees on a team who are not empowered, who have not worked through the empowerment process effectively... I typically see them only work inside the constraints of their job descriptions and what they currently know. If you and your people only have so much knowledge and so much power, only a certain level of decision-making skills developed and only so much time, all of those things which are limited in an unempowered environment, then you can only pump out a certain result. And that result that's being pumped out is not the best it can be hear me carefully you guys empowerment strategic empowerment that process we talked about is so key to maximizing your results through a team so let's flip the coin let's look at the other side let's think about teams who are empowered and how they operate teams of People, employees who are strategically, intentionally, consistently empowered are able to continue to achieve better and better results. Let me say that again. When you choose to create a team of empowered people, then you can continue to move the needle, continue to get better results. You can kill it. Your team can kill it at work. Why? Because people who are empowered have a no limits view on what's possible for them and the team to achieve empowered people are free to think outside the box to do their own research to come up with ideas that might not have been brought to the table otherwise they're able to make better faster decisions like we talked about earlier when your people when you help them become smart enough and are clear on the expectation for them to take ownership in their role they can take on more work and make better decisions which can affect both the bottom line and morale internal and external morale and now on a team of strategically empowered employees the leader which might be you you are now freed up from time spent micromanaging your people time spent with them in your office asking you every move to make time spent from you doing tasks that they could easily do Now you, because you've empowered your people, you can spend your time and efforts on responsibilities that are going to push results even higher than before. I don't know about you, but I'm getting pumped up. Why? Because I've lived it. I've had leaders who've done that for me. And now as I work to train leaders, they're telling me about the success they're having. Leaders, now is the time to become fanatical about empowerment. It's a process. It's not a one-size-fits-all process, and it is going to take work, but like I said before, the work is worth it. So finally, I want to leave you with how your people, your boss, your board, etc., is going to view everything when you start empowering your people, when you choose to be fanatical about it and your team starts crushing company goals. If you put in the work, which most leaders won't. If you put in the work and become the leader who gets the reputation for developing people to perform at their highest potential, two things are going to happen. Number one, people below you in the organizational chart are going to want to be on your team, especially the high performers. They're going to want to be on your team. Why? Because everyone wants to work for a great leader. And those who are already high performers are usually going to still be striving for bigger and better results, which means they're going to want to work for someone who makes them better, who helps develop their skills. That's a win for them. That's a win for you. And number two, people above you in the organization are going to want to most likely promote you. Why? Every company needs high-performing employees, higher-performing employees. The more, the better. Leaders are very, very likely to get noticed and promoted if they are known for making that result, turning employees into high-performers, a reality. I hope it's plain to see empowerment is a win-win for everyone. All right, we're going to wrap this up by saying this. Successful empowerment is does not happen by chance or coincidence. It happens on purpose. Empowerment is critical, you guys. It's critical to achieving more success, unprecedented success. This is why I believe for you, for leaders to be successful in the 21st century, you must become fanatical about empowerment. Be crazy excited and devoted, focused on empowering your people every day. Now, to make this work, You have to make a plan for each of your people, and then you have to radically execute. I mean, no excuses. The thing is, when you do this, when leaders do this, gone are the days of frustration with employees who won't take initiative and won't perform at their best. Instead, leaders, you, you will get to welcome in the new era of workforce where companies can achieve even the most audacious goals. I want you to be undaunted by the responsibility of empowering people. Undaunted. Unafraid of the challenge. Put your stake in the ground. Make your plan starting today and become fanatical about empowerment. When you do, the best results are yet to come. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For the links to everything mentioned in this episode, check out the show notes. And if you'd like more practical, tactical leadership development content, go to www.vanhooser.com for my weekly blog and all the links to my social media channels. If it makes sense to start improving the leadership skills of your managers and supervisors, let's talk about training options for your team email me at allison at vanhooser.com.